Listen up. All year long, you've heard me talk about our sponsoring partner at the beginning of each episode, the Campaign for Black Male Achievement. I'm curious to know, how many of you have actually checked out their website? If your answer is you've not yet done so, you should. In this crazy world that we are living in today, our black men and boys need you and I more than ever before, and they need CBMA. CBMA is a national membership network, and it's set up to help our leaders who are working on the ground in key cities like Detroit, Oakland, Baltimore, Milwaukee, Louisville, and others. So we need your support right now to help elevate the platform for young black men and boys in these cities. To learn more, do me a favor, hop on over to tbpod.com slash achievement. You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. What's up, Blazer Nation? Listen up, at the time we're publishing this episode, we're a day removed from Mother's Day. And so I just want to extend a belated Mother's Day greeting to all my smart, caring, and strong mamas out there in our community. We could not be here on this earth or survive without you. So I appreciate you to my mom, to my wife, to my sisters, my mother-in-law, my cousins and aunts and friends. Listen, I love you guys. I thank you so much for being amazing mothers to me and to your own. Right. Today we've got another great episode that's ready for you guys. So excited for you to hear this one. Our featured guest today is Nathan Cook. And Nathan is somebody who I've had the pleasure to work with in the past. And this is a gentleman <laughs> and a perfect example of hashtag black excellence. I mean, this is a guy who's good looking dude, always well dressed. <laughs> And always putting in the work. He'll outwork you every time. And just an all-around amazing guy. So a couple of months ago, we were on a call catching up. And he's talking about what he had happening. And I honestly realized that as he's sharing his journey with me and what he has happening right now, I got thinking about the fact that you know many of the people I have on a podcast provide mission field, provide actionable information that helps us really to blaze our own trail, but few provide tangible resources and a product like Nathan's that really helps to achieve our goals. And so he's here to help us big time today. He has a success board that he's going to be sharing with us. And so if you're listening for the first time, I want to extend a digital fist bump to you and just say thank you so much for hanging with us. You're going to enjoy the next 30 minutes for sure. And I know you're going to get something amazing out of this one. Guys, if you can, do me a favor, share this up on social right now. And without any further delay, let's get set to receive today's mission field from our featured trailblazer, Mr. Nathan Cook. Enjoy. Nathan, welcome, my brother. Thank you. I appreciate being here, Stephen. I'm excited to be part of the Trailblazers. Yes. So Nathan and I met about five years ago, but there's so much about your life that I actually didn't know until we began preparing for this conversation. And so I'm really excited for us to chat it up and dive into your story and 
We'll talk about your success board and how everyone can get on that right now. And I think it's going to help people crush their goals for 2018 and beyond. And I'm excited to talk about that. But let's kick things off, Nathan, where I do with all my conversations on Trailblazers. Love for you to share an unexpected blessing that you're most grateful for right now. Sure. Yeah, that's actually a good question. So an unexpected blessing would be the volunteer work that I do for the American Cancer Society, where I participate in their Road to Recovery program. And yes, I love it, where I pick up patients from their home and take them to their chemo or radiation treatments for free. I am a business owner, so I do have a lot of time freedom. And that's something that I find very gratifying as well as Mm. something else that I do. Every 57 days, I donate my blood. So it's estimated every liter of blood that I donate, I save up to four lives. And that makes me feel as if I'm helping create life, sustain life. And it's just something that's internally pleasing for me. Wow. That's awesome, man. I love that. So listen, by anyone's standards, right? You had a pretty tough childhood as kind of reading through and preparing for this conversation. And you'd shared with me, you know, your dad had left when you were nine years old and you're later arrested at 13. I'd, I'd love for you to tell us about, you know, some of these earlier life events, Nathan, that maybe as you look back now, helped to shape the man and the person that you've become who you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So, My father, he had an addiction to heroin and his addiction was so strong that he decided not to communicate with me anymore. And that really hurt me as a child. I felt unwanted. I felt as if I did something wrong. I felt as if I wasn't special. And I remember as a child being excited to watch Mr. Rogers because at the end of every show, he said, you've made today special. By just your being you. There's no person in the world like you. And I like you just the way you are. And those were soothing words for me as a young child. Now, it didn't last because by the time I was 13, I was arrested. I was arrested for breaking and entering, loitering, trespassing, and vandalism. And that was my first time getting caught. I broke into people's homes many times before, but that was my first and last time ever getting caught. And after that experience, I saw the pain that it caused my mom, where my mom, she would smoke cigarettes, but she would never do it around me. But that particular day, she was smoking cigarette after cigarette after cigarette. And I just saw the pain, the sadness on my mom's face from that event. And to my surprise, my mom did not beat me. And later on in life, my mom told me that she did not beat me because she realized that I changed as a child. And from that event, I knew that I never wanted to hurt my mom again. So that was the starting point of me changing my ways around. And my mom put a lot of effort into getting me into programs to keep me active. And that really shaped the way I looked at my life because every time I did something, I thought about, am I going to make my mom proud from what I'm doing right now? That's powerful, man. So let me ask you something. Was it, and you said that the arrest turned things around, helped you to pivot. From that point, what became the big goal or your focus? Where did that push you? Yes. So the big goal wasn't clear at that point. I just knew what I was doing was not going to lead me to 
a place that I would like to go in my future because I was unclear on what my dream and what my vision was at that point in time. But when you're a 13-year-old kid and they put you in a jail cell with grown men, it changes you. You're like, I don't want to be here. That's a place that you're going to feel uncomfortable. So that was a turning point in terms of me starting to shift the way I was thinking versus doing something that was negative to switching it to doing something that's positive, something that's going to please my mom, please my family. You had an amazing turnaround. You shared with me that you had gotten into the marketing space by the time you were 16. Yes. And we're quickly (laughs) moving up that chain, right? And you accomplished quite a bit at an early stage. But you know, I think about the time we met. Again, you're accomplishing a great bit in what you're doing, but you also became an inspirational speaker. Why become a speaker? Yes. So that's a good question. So I realized my passion when I was in the network marketing company. And people used to look at me as if I was lucky. They were saying to me, Nathan, you're so lucky to be 17 years old and having this business opportunity. And I remember looking at them thinking that they were the lucky ones because I was a young man. I didn't have a college education. I still don't have a college education. But I realized when I would be in front of an audience, the way that people used to look at me because they used to have this glimmer of hope. And I firmly believe that we can accomplish anything that we want to accomplish in life if we actually believe in ourselves. And I realized that a lot of people don't believe in themselves. So the reason why I became a speaker is because when I was younger, there was something that was pleasing psychologically to me when I used to speak in front of an audience, when I used to do the presentation. And I knew at that young age, that was my purpose of life, but I never pursued it. I took the traditional path after the company filed bankruptcy and just worked a nine to five job. But what really ignited my passion for wanting to pursue what my purpose is in life was an event when I was in the hospital with my dad. My dad was terminally ill with pancreatic cancer. And one day we were in the hospital after a couple of hours, I said, Dad, I need to go downstairs to the gift shop to get something to eat. Did you need anything? And my dad looked at me and he said, I need more time. And that 20 second clip has been imprinted on my heart. And that gave me the motivation to want to start my business again in terms of speaking and motivating and inspiring people because I don't want people at the end of their life wanting more time. I want people to die empty. I want people to know that whatever potential, whatever their goals or dreams were, that they released it to the world, that it's going to impact another generation. So that's the reason why I pursued what I'm doing so passionately that I'm doing right now. Wow, that's powerful, man. Let me ask you, and that's such a great point, right? Because as I think about my own life right now, I have so much happening, right? Mm-hmm. And day to day, I like to I often say that, especially being a father, working a full-time job, being a podcaster, being a branding strategist, like I have so many different things happening, right? And oftentimes the days feel long, but the years feel short, <laughs> right? Yep. And to your point, I honestly feel like, you know, at the time we're recording this, I just came out of a birthday weekend. And so I'm at this point where I'm reflecting on the year that's passed and the year ahead. And Nathan, honestly, I feel like, you know, if God were to take my life today, I would honestly tell you that I feel accomplished. I still have a ton more. (laughs) I hope that, you know, I get another 41 years to live out and accomplish 
some of the other things on my board. But to this point, I honestly feel that. I honestly feel like, you know, I'm giving my all every single day. But it leaves me wondering, right? Why are so many people held back from pouring out and emptying their tank each and every day? What's holding people back from reaching their highest potential? That's a good question. And I don't have to answer that for other people. I can answer that for myself because I can tell you what was holding me back. When I made the decision, because our life can change in a second, we just have to make a decision. William James, the first educator in the United States to teach psychology said, if you can change your mind, you can change your life. And what was holding me back was I was watching TV every day. I was on social media every day. I was not investing my time in things that I knew that I loved. I was doing what the masses were doing. I was basically conformed and doing, again, what I saw everyone else was doing. So when I changed my habits, my life changed. I went from watching TV every day to now I only watch TV one hour a week. I went from watching the news on TV. I went from looking at the news on the internet to not looking at the news at all. People talk about what Donald Trump tweeted or what he said. They talked this past winter about how bad the flu season was. I had no idea all this stuff was going on because I was investing my time in my passion, which is speaking and the success board. So the main thing that holds people back, and again, I'm speaking for myself, was myself. I had limiting beliefs. I did not believe in myself. I did not believe that I could accomplish what I've accomplished so far. I had this mindset, oh, I don't have a college education, or I don't have the resources, or I don't have the connections that people typically have who are successful. I was just giving myself excuses on why I couldn't do something. And the thing is, when we give attention to why we can't do something, we won't be able to do it. We have to give attention to what we want in life and not what we don't want. So that's the main thing that it was for me in terms of what was holding me back. I love it, man. Dude, there, there are several things you said just now that register you know, in my own life, right? Every day at 9 a.m. in the morning, I have a reminder that pops up on my iPhone and it says, look in the mirror. That's your competition. Right? Yep, exactly. And it's a reminder to me that I am the only person that can stand in the way of me being able to accomplish my dreams and my goals, right? Absolutely. And to your point, you know, talking about the news, like I went from getting so dialed up watching CNN during an election season, right? To where right now, if I really need to consume the news, I'll jump on Twitter, I'll look at moments, I'll get all of, you know, 20 seconds of news and figure out what's really happening. And I'm not in this two-hour bubble on CNN, just caught in the loop and can't get away from the screen. Exactly. So I found ways to remove myself and I agree wholeheartedly. Sports will pull me in, but I can always leave <laughs> that screen up on mute in the background while I'm crushing it on my laptop and getting work accomplished. So absolutely. There's value in what you're saying right there. Absolutely. And I was going to say, when you said that you look at the mirror every morning at 9am, that you're your own competition, it's all about taking ownership. Whenever we give an excuse on why we can't do something, 
then that's a reason why you're not going to be successful. You're not going to make change. You can't make excuses. When you take full ownership, whether it's you're taking ownership of your health, you're taking ownership of your finances, you're taking ownership of your family, things change because you're like, hey, I need to change who I am as a person. I can always blame my wife. I could blame my husband, my spouse, my sibling, whoever you want to blame or a particular thing. But when you take that ownership, you grab it, then that's when you have the power. Execution over excuses, baby. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so Nathan, why inspire? Why try to encourage folks to pursue their life dreams? My reason why is because, and I have several reasons why, but my main reason why for inspiring people is because I know what God gave me life for. And I don't want to ignore it. And I'm not going to ignore it. I want to be a person that when I go to heaven, that I can look God in the eyes and tell him that I live the dream that he planted in me. I don't want to go to heaven and tell God that I didn't accomplish the goals and dreams that he planted in me because I know I'm going to have to live with that for eternity. And I don't want to do that. It's more important for me to accomplish what I know what I was born to accomplish while I'm here because I know that my goal is about helping other people. It's about applying biblical principles. It's about helping people accomplish their goals and their dreams, making sure that they're not someone that wishes that they had more time or someone who wishes that they would have accomplished their goals and their dreams. And the reason why this is so important to me is because there was a woman, well, there is a woman by the name of Bronnie Ware. She was a polylative nurse who did a survey with people in the last weeks of their life. And she asked them what was their number one regret. And the number one regret that people had was that they never accomplished their dreams or never pursued their dreams. And they settled for the life based on what others expected of them. And I want to break that. I want people to be able to bridge dream and action to be able to change from what they're doing to what they truly love to do. Because again, life is so precious. I don't know if you've experienced the transition of someone passing on to the other side, but I can tell you that the experience that I had with my dad gave me that motivation that I want people to end their life on their terms, not the terms that they wish they would have had. Right. Wow, that's so powerful, man. So talk me through, I mean, you're helping people with this every day. What's the best first step? to stepping into that and pursuing our dream? The first step is knowing what you want. There's so many people trying to hit the bullseye, but they don't have a target. So the the first step is knowing what you want. Once you know what you want and you're going to be determined to do it, then that's when things are going to start changing in your life. You can think of any famous person, whether it's Mother Teresa or Gandhi, whether it's Martin Luther King, whether it's John F. Kennedy, anybody who has any type of great success in life, they had a goal. Michael Jordan, I mean, the list goes on and on. These people knew what they wanted to accomplish, and they stayed persistent, consistent, and they had the patience to make sure they saw it through. Everybody's looking for instant gratification, but they're not willing to put in the work to have what they truly want. And that that's key because if you're not willing to put in the time and the effort, you're never going to have what you truly want in life because you're going to always be digressing based on what the world is doing. Yes. So let's get into this because you have, you're a dream chaser. You have developed a process to go about achieving your dreams. You developed this into a product, an amazing product that is called a success board. And 
I want us to talk about this for a second. I'd love for us to maybe start off by having you explain what is the success board. Sure. So the success board, what I call an advanced vision board, is a board that focuses on your main goal, and then it breaks down your goal into smaller goals. The main reason why a lot of people don't go towards their goal is because it's too big. They're like, man, I can't do this. So this success board breaks it down into smaller goals. Not only does it do that, but you get rewarded along the way. And it's no different from a child when we're trying to encourage our children to do something. They're looking forward to a gift. They're looking forward to getting on a roll or all A's because they know that mommy or daddy is going to get them a toy. So you're able to structure it where you reward yourself. So for example, my wife, she's running her first half marathon. She has for her shorter goals, she's going to run five miles, eight miles, 10 miles. And when she accomplishes these goals, she's going to one, get a pedicure. She's going to get a spa treatment. Her main goal, uh, <laughs> she's going to get her nose pierced. So when she reaches her goal of running 15 miles, even though a half marathon is less than 15 miles, she's going to get her nose pierced. And that's something that's encouraging her. That's something that she's looking forward to. And not only that, but the success board has a big space for you to put pictures on there to inspire you, to keep you motivated. Because everything in life happens twice. It happens in the mind and then it happens in the physical. So the success board comes with a free six-week coach text, and it teaches you how to create new habits and what you have to do to accomplish new things in your life. Nathan, let me pause you right there for a second. Tell us, because I know sometimes this is an audio program, so no one's looking at the board. What's the website that they can go to so that while we're talking about this, if they're able to access, and if you're driving, don't do this <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> but you know, if you're stationary at work or you're where you can look at this, tell us where we can look at the success board right now. Sure. The success board is really simple. It's the successboard.com. And yep, the successboard.com. And it has sample boards on there as well for people to get an idea on how it can help them in their life. Yes. Yes. So why, I mean, you're talking about this. How, how is this different than a vision board? You talked about it being a, an advanced vision board. How is this different than a traditional vision board? Absolutely. So a vision board, you're just putting pictures on there of what you want. But the success board is focused in on one main goal, one big goal that you want to achieve. And then it has a date of obtainment. If you don't mm -hmm. have a date on when you're going to accomplish something, you can work towards it six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. But this is helping you be accountable for your actions. Not only that, but it provides one area for your new habits. Where we are or where anyone is at this particular moment in their life is based on their habits. So it gives you an option to change your habits. And that's something that is going to shift you from where you are to where you want to be. Because again, it's all about the daily routine, doing something different to get different results. Right. And you shared with us a little bit about how your wife is using it. What's some of the other effective ways that you're seeing other people use the board that's helping them, you know, increase their productivity across days, weeks, year, you know, share some other examples. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I have one person that sent me a picture in from Texas. They purchased it off the website and they're using it to learn how to invest their money. So he sent in his board and he put in his main goal. He wanted to earn 15% 
on his account balance every month. I had another woman that sent one in to us that's looking to lose weight. So she said she has on there that she wants to lose four pounds in three weeks. She wants to lose five pounds in a month, six pounds in a month and a half. So people are breaking down their goals. Not only that, but there are people that are using it to save up money to buy a house. There are people that are using it to pay off their debt, credit card debt. So it can literally be used for anything. Now, the crazy thing about it, it's very simple. It's extremely simple. But people don't use goal setting. Not only do they not use goal setting, but they don't know the proper way of doing it. And this is a simplistic way on breaking down how to accomplish your goals. And let me tell you this, Stephen, once you accomplish one goal, you realize that you can do so much more. It's like a stepping stone. So, I mean, it's amazing how I've had a person that purchased one success board, even though it's reusable and they can erase it, they purchase multiple boards for other people in their family or they purchase another one for themselves because they see the results. Mm-hmm. You know what I love about this is that, and you touched on this at the beginning of talking about the board in us having to understand what our goal is, right? Yep. And being very clear about it. I love the board because again, as you said, it's very simple, but it's also, it creates a bit, I mean, it's what, like three feet by two feet? Yes. Yep. It's a great way for you to have your goals visible right there before you. I love, love, love that. Now, as a brand strategist, I have an acronym I teach to my tribe, and it's A plus MVP. And the M represents your mission or your why, right? And the V is your vision. And I love that these are two of the top sections that you have on your success board, right? Yep. Your why and your vision. And so you talked about the what, but why is our why so important? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The reason why the why is important is because a strong why creates a strong will. Mm-hmm. And most people, when let's say, for example, if they're starting a business, their why is money. And if they don't make any, they quit. So that's the main reason why people don't succeed in business. My why is to help people reach their goals and their dreams so they don't die with them. That's my why. My why is to make God happy. That's my why. That keeps me motivated. That allows me to work 14, 16 hours a day because my why is strong. And if you don't have a strong why, you won't have a strong will. So you have to internalize, not just internalize, but think for a moment, why are you going to focus on losing weight? Do you want to have better health? Do you want to look better? Do you want to... I have other examples that I can use, but I'm not exactly sure what someone's why may be, but you have to know what your why is because that's going to keep you motivated through those times that it gets tough and rough because you are going to be challenged along the way, but it's how you get through them because again, it's about being persistent, consistent, and patient. Love it. So talking about persistence, <laughs> being an entrepreneur, we go through, we set a plan in place and we have a strategy on how we hope to execute this plan. But man, does a monkey wrench ever get in the wheel, right? Yep, absolutely. And so we experience challenges and failures. I'd love to have you maybe share with us some of the biggest challenges for you since creating the success board and you know what have been some of the wisdom and the lessons that have come from them? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say the biggest challenge is people finding the value in the success board. People would ask me, Nathan, what makes this different for me just writing out my goals? A lot of times people would write out their goals, but 
it's not there in front of them. You can write something in your notepad or your iPhone, or you can write something in a journal, but it's not smacked there in front of your face. So the struggle has been people finding the value. Now, when I do speaking events and I'm in front of a crowd of people, they see the wouldn't say the termination, but they see my passion for the success board, the sales are astronomical because they actually see it right then in front of them. I'm able to really explain to them what the benefits are. But that's really been the biggest challenge, people seeing the value in something because it is simple, but again, it makes a huge quantum difference. And I'll share a quick little story. When there's a race, let's say some guys are running the 400 meter dash and the person that won the gold won by a tenth of a second. The gentleman that won the second place silver, he lost by a, a nose. But the man that won gold, the prize was 10 times more. Even though he won by a small tenth of a second, it's the small things in life that make a huge quantum difference. And I can't make people see it. I can just present it to them and just say, hey, give it a try because you won't know until you actually try it. Yes. And I love that. You know, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think having your goals, I'm somebody that's a big believer in Evernote. I write everything in Evernote, (laughs) right? I have a lot of, it's helped me to organize quite a bit, but having my goals in Evernote versus having my goals on a success board, vast difference. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) Because it's always staring at you depending on where you have it placed, right? So I love this. I love this. So talk to me about your strategy moving forward. How will you combat the challenges there to push ahead and earn that first million in revenue with a success board? Yes. So in terms of pushing through challenges, I'm going to because this is my life purpose is to help people. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep speaking at events. I'm going to keep talking to people about their goals and their dreams and their passions, making people aware that their life is meaningful, that they don't have to be like everyone else, that they can be whoever or whatever they want to be if they're willing to make that decision. So in terms of my determination, it's never going to change. It's always going to be full speed ahead. I'd also believe that in order to become a millionaire, you have to have multiple streams of income. So I do other things other than offering the success board, but I'm going to persist no matter what. And the thing about it is, I don't need everyone to get to where I want to be, nor does your listeners need everyone to get to where they want to be in life. You want to find people that want it as much or more than you and keep moving ahead. Yes. Preach it, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you what, you know, in all of that, right? We're entrepreneurs. We are energized. We dream big. We push hard, but we also have doubts. What's some of the biggest fears that you still face right now? I used to have fears, but I've come to realize that fear doesn't exist. It only exists in the minds of people who hold fearful thoughts. And I realized that when I was in Lake Tahoe, snowboarding with my friends and we went to the top of this black diamond. I was scared. I was like, man, I can't do this. I can't do this. My buddy, he started snowboarding the same day I started snowboarding. We've been snowboarding the exact amount of time. We would go to each resort together. He has just as much experience as me. What made me scared of that black diamond versus him 
was how he looked at it. He looked at it and believed in himself that this mountain is no different from anything else. And I looked at it as, oh man, it's a black diamond. That means it's harder to go down this mountain. But the thing is, it's all about the mindset. And when I shifted my mindset, because I was aware it was an aha moment for me, I then said, you know what? I've gone down a green mountain. I've gone down a blue mountain. This is no different. And I shifted my mindset from being fearful to being confident. So I don't have fear in my life anymore. And I've gotten to a place where I can confidently say that because I understand it's a mindset. That's all that it is. The reason why people don't pursue their dreams or their goals is because they don't believe in themselves. The other person that accomplishes what they want to accomplish, the only difference is they believe in themselves. The only fear I would actually say, I would again, the fear that I used to have is that I was fearful that someone else would be born in a later generation and accomplish what I was meant to accomplish in my lifetime. But again, my mind has shifted where I know what I'm going to accomplish and where I'm going. But again, fear doesn't exist in my mind. Love it, dude. <laughs> you pumping me up at like 9.30 at night. <laughs> Nathan, remind us once more, tell everyone listening how they can get a hold of a success board for themselves and their families and their friends and everybody they know. Yeah, absolutely. So it's thesuccessboard.com. And if someone is planning on ordering the board for an event, so a group of people such as a network marketing company or their business or their church... I do have an opportunity for them to get a larger discount. And not only that, depending on how many boards that they purchase, I would come to an event and actually present the success board and give a motivational speech as well. Awesome. Awesome. So listen, before we let you go, and we're going to get all your information and how we stay connected in a second, but before we wrap up, we love to tap into the resources of our featured guests. And so I'd love for you to maybe tell us a couple books that you've read that you recommend as must-reads. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So a must-read is The Giant Within by Tony Robbins. This book really goes over the psychology of how people think. It talks about how we can literally change our state of mind in a second by changing our physiology. So if someone has a negative thought, you can literally smile and think of something that you enjoyed in your past and it literally can change your state because we never really pay attention to our thoughts. The reason why we're sad or we're depressed or we're angered is because of what we're thinking at that moment. If we just shift what we're thinking about or even our physiology, we can literally change how we look at life in general. So I love that book. I've read it twice. The second book that I would highly recommend is The Success Principles. It's a book that I've read three times. And the reason why I love that book is because it provides basic principles that we can apply in our life that will literally change how we look at things. It will make you believe that you can accomplish anything that you want in life. And it's a very easy read. And not only is it an easy read, but it produces results. And I'm not saying this from what I've read in a book, but I'm speaking from what I live right now. I've applied those principles and I've seen what the results can yield. Mm, Wow. Love it, man. So last question for you. We ask all our guests, what's one action we can take this week that's going to help us to blaze our trail? Absolutely. The one thing that you need to do this week to help blaze your trail is to write out your goal and then attach it with a date. That is the number one thing that you're going to have to do. 
Love it. Nathan, this has been awesome, dude. Tell us how we can stay connected to you and we'll wrap up for today. Yeah, absolutely. So NathanCook.com. I offer a free inspirational challenge text a week. You can cancel at any time. Another way to connect with me is through Facebook, Facebook forward slash inspiring inspirations. And those are the best platforms to connect with me. I'm also on LinkedIn, Nathan Cook as well. Awesome. Nathan Cook, thank you so much, my brother. You dropped some serious gems, some nuggets of wisdom, man. I'm filled up with mission fuel and ready to crush it. Absolutely. (laughs) It's been a pleasure. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tdpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content, and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers.